You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom, this is Surma Rabbonon, and we are talking about the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. You know, you go into Shulchan Aruch and you see the Hilchas Talmud Torah is Simen Reish Mem Hey, Simen Reish Mem Vov. Um, it's very little. Um, you know, and and even though the Rambam did have his beautiful Hilchas Talmud Torah, um, the Alter Rebbe four chapters Hilchas Talmud Torah. Uh, that are it's quite fundamental. I think that it's it is such a it's a topic that infiltrates everywhere. It's a topic that is discussed on so many pages in so many ways and so many methods that it's it's hard to say. Here's the sugya of learning Torah. Now, yeah, we were talking about the sugya of taking money for learning Torah, of being supported for learning Torah. But the basic sugya of what is learning Torah about. It's very hard to zero in on these essentials. The Alter Rebbe is one of the champions in terms of establishing what it is people should do in terms of learning and what they, uh, what they, what how they should learn and what they should learn first and how they should learn in order not to forget. Um, uh, for so many Jews, Ein Yaakov was a real limud. Um, it's made a little bit of a comeback. And the witnesses, this beautiful edition that you're seeing uh, on the screen, is an upgrade for what was the standard Ein Yaakov. But there were it was it was understood that Jews would get together as a, in a chabura and learn the Agadita sections. Uh, of came up shots. with the idea of publishing volumes that only had the Agadita in it, and from there it seemed to be and with a biur, you know, adding the Rashi, adding Tosfos. Uh, eventually, you know, we have the Marsha and then his own beer on the bottom, which is called Hakosev. Um, and this became a very popular work. It was studied similar to people who have Chaburis in Mishnaburah, Chaburis in Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, Chaburis in Ein Yaakov. And eventually more uh, Achronim wrote on specifically the Ein Yaakov, uh, and, and they were and, and most and, and you can see some of them are preserved here. There's others that are not on what we call the standard Vilna and Yaakov, and that is the Benishchai, who wrote his Sefer Ben Yoyoda also on the Agadites according to the Ein Yaakov. Now it's already been commented by many that the Ein Yaakov's girsas are sometimes different than what found its way into the Shas. Um, Rav Kook Zatzal also wrote a Sefer on Ein Yaakov. We don't have it. It's in its entirety. It's called Ein Ayah. That's again based on, on this Pusik in, 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 in Eov, I believe, of the eye of the hawk. And of course, Ayah is the three letters of his name. It's also Ayin, Ayin Yaakov, but it's also Ayah, Aleph Yudhei, Avram Yitzchak HaKohen, and Ayah, so this is his commentary, which he wrote when he was in Europe still. Before, so learning Torah is almost everywhere in Shas. Here is an example: Amar Rishlokish, Ma'idrchsev, the pasuk in Yeshaya Lamedim, Ovahoya Emunasitecha Chaisin Yeshuas Chokma Vedas. So, the the simple pshat. If we go to the 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 if we take a look at the simple pshat in this 
and the stability of your times shall be chosen Yeshua, a whole horde of salvation. So, very flowery. So what was right before that? Right before that was Niska Vadonai Kishochein Moro. Right? Hashem is exalted, he dwells on high. Mile Tzion Mishpat Utztoko. Tzion is filled with Mishpat and Tzedaka. Also before that, is talks about all the positive things of Usav Shlochem, your spoil has gathered. You have it looks like you have conquered and you've you've gotten you've it sounds like you've won in war. Um Mikol Homoi Nodadu Amim at the noise of the tumult, the peoples have fled. So this sounds like a very positive pusik about the Jewish people coming to a very wonderful stage in their communal existence. And then we have that pusik that says that, that God is exalted. Now, when does that occur? You could say that occurs right now in this wild, right now here. Right now, God is exalted. His plan for humanity is fulfilled. As we say, right? Shochein marom, right? Right? And then the next Pesach seems to be how when God is, is, is exalted alone, this is the benefit. So this is Yeshaya describing a, a a important progression and recognition, and this seems to be how the Navi turns to us. That is the pasuk. Now, Mishlokish wants to know what is that really going? Once you already have the progression leading to God being exalted. So, what is the idea of this Pasek, then? This is what you're going to have. You're going to be stable. So, it's not just going to be about stable. It means when when we come to a point that historically we have reached a, a, a level where we are secure, safe, stable in our country, our enemies are scattered, that's a time for Torah. And that's why are six different sections of Torah. Emuna is Zroyim. Why? Why is Emuna Zroyim? So Rashi says because, well, basically the laws of Shemitah the laws of Meiser, the laws of Truma, the laws of Demai, that's really between you and God. There's no cameras watching you. We trust you. We trust the farmers to do the right things to keep Seder Zroyim. So, so Zroyim is really 
in a way, yes, you're learning it, but you're learning about human beings living an agricultural life, honest with God. Okay. Itecha is Seder Moed. These times aren't just, well, now it's time for me to go on vacation, now it's time for me to hang out, now it's time for me... Uh, no, these times become God's times. That's what Moed is about. And that's in learning about them, you learn about the Kedusha Sazman, whether it's Masechtas Tainus, that certain days are changed because of the fear of what might be on the horizon. Um, obviously, getting ready for Pesach and Psochim. And Shabbos, of course, that changes your whole concept of what your times are when you live with a sense of all the Yomim Tovim that are dealt with in Seder Moed. Chosen, which is strength, is Seder Noshim. Why is it Seder Noshim? So Rashi says because it's strength because what gives a human strength? Not winning the Iron Man competition. Not being able to windsurf or to be able to walk on a tightrope, but what gives him the strength is the fact that he has children. So it's interesting that Seder Noshim is really about the primal biological imperative to have a something left after you're not here. The Haviyarshim. That is what Seder Noshim is about. Yeshua says Seder Nezuken. Why is it Seder Nezuken? So Rashi says, because if you study it, then you become much more careful to damage people, and you don't want to get involved in a case where you're going to have to owe money. So basically, it does save society studying about these laws. Okay, what is chokhmas? Chokhmas is kochim. And das is taharos. And Rashi says taharos is actually, and we know kochim in many ways seems to be um, cryptic and not necessarily um something that you can anticipate and realize just with a hunch you there's certain there's a, a certain amount of laws and rules that you download in Kachim, but in a way that is chokhmah because it isn't just what you think it is based on intuition and what seems to be right you need to really take time to go through the introductory uh, introductory uh, sort of essays, whether they're of the Rambam or Rabbi Yisrael Lipschitz and Tveris Yisrael, and learn about these key principles of Kochim and Korbonos. And that's Chochmah. It, it, it makes you mold your mind towards something that you might not have known about. It's not necessarily um, instinctive. It's not like you have an instinctual understanding of it. And that's, that's Chochmah allows you to relearn or to learn something new 
not necessarily following your instincts and being able to absorb that knowledge. That's what Chochmah is. There are certain things which align with our natural proclivity, and that might be Nazikin. Nazikin aligns with our natural proclivity of what's considered a proper sock, for example, of who should pay uh, for an animal's damaging. But Kodshim is Chochmah. It's, I wouldn't have known that. Hey, is that the way it is? Well, that's what the Pusik says. That's what we have to follow. And therefore, we sort of, right? Now, again, you might want to say that, well, why isn't Hilcha Shabbos that way? And I think Hilcha Shabbos is different because Hilcha Shabbos ultimately, when it comes to the Malachas, for example, it's it's built on the principle of creativity. And we know that we're in God's world. It all goes back to the creation of the world and what God meant by resting and therefore engaging in creative acts. So it's 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 you can anticipate what is the idea of Bishel, what is it about? It's it's using heat to change something from an uh, unusable state to a usable state. That's what Bishel is. Okay, so you can analyze that and understand it because it seems to make sense, and it's it's it it sort of goes along with being a human being who's trying to, you know, uh, who's trying to carve out a creative niche for himself. So yes, there's chokhmah in it, but not the pure chokhmah of kachim. That's what kachim is. And then you have taharos. And Taharos is called Das. And Rashi says Das is Odef Mechokhma. It's greater than Chokhma. Das, you need more than that. Um, now, the Marshal points out that we always find the word Das is follows Chokhma. If we take a look at what happens to Betzalel, Betzalel, God says that he filled him with Chochmah, Tavuna, and Das. And Rashi says that's Ruch HaKodesh. So, so that's therefore... That's the same as Bina? So we're going to see if it's, if, it's, if, it's, if, it's, if it's Bina or the step after Bina. The, the Marsha asks that if it's true that Das is greater than than Chochmah, then he says, then why don't we say Chochmah is Taharos and Das is Kachim? Because the word Kedusha seems to be higher than Tahara. In other words, if you take a look at the, you know, at the, you know, at all the, the Sfarim, they all say that a Kadosh is more than Tohar. So the Marshal says, yeah, the truth is, um, you might be right. There, it, it might be Kachim is actually a higher Madrega than Taharos, but <laughs> we know that Yehuda Hanasi put them in this order. So that's the reason why we sort of, you know, put it in that order as well. I would like to suggest that, that Taharos really is demands more than just Kachim. Now we know that um Kachim there are there is Gemara on Kachim. 
You're, you're aware of that, of course. Uh, all the Gemaras, there isn't a Yerushalmi on Kachim, right? Except for Chulin. But Kachim has a Talmudic, a Talmudic pedigree. Taharos, one of the Mesechtas, only one, has a Talmud to it. And that is Nida. But the other Chalokim of Taharos, Paro, Nagoyim, Zovim, Machshirim, um, the middle. And what do you do? You have to have Das. And, and what is Das? So Rashi says it's higher than Chochmah. I would say that, you know, and, and, and I, I, it's possible in the time of Rishlokish there was a Gemara on Taharos. But I would assume that that the principles of Tuma and Tahara, although you would say, well, how can they be higher than the principles of Kochev? To comprehend them takes something more than just Chochmah. It isn't more, it isn't just realigning yourself. It's much more than realigning. It's you are forced to find commonalities and principles. In in Kachim, it's almost like every area is its own wisdom. Meister Bahama is going to be different than other Korbanos. There's going to be Psulei Mekdoshim is going to be different than, than other things. Bedek Abayis is going to be different than Kedusha Saguf. In Taharois, there's going to be an interconnectivity of almost all the Hilchos, Tumas, and Taharos. Even the ones that are clearly only Darabonan and have their own like strange aspects to them, like the the Dayim being Shani and they, and they turn water into a Rishon. But there's, I think you need to discover um, the 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 living principle behind it, and that is what Taharos is. Now, so even if you've you've reached the level of that, Yiras Hashem so which fits in to the pasuk before, you've 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 you need to recognize that that learning is a way to have connection to God and that the Yiras Hashem is what keeps it. So that is Rish Lakish. Now, Rava says this has to do with normative history, that we have an idea that God is now ready to bring us all to judgment. Is it the din that all humanity will have? Or is it a personal din? So again, the Marsha on the Gemara and Shabbos says, Dileil Mechai Kro says, it says, Niskav Hashem Levado, Mole Tzion Mishpa Oh, so that must be the Mishpat of La'osid. So which Osid is it though? Is it, are you alive? Is it a Mishpat after you're dead? Is it a mishpat for you, specific? Whatever historical ending we come to, whatever, however long that period lasts, it's really just a shadow of a period where we come face to face with God and the importance of our 
well, of, of our physical bodies at that time is, is downplayed. Whether it's, and that's also this a time of din. And therefore, God brings us into din and he says, Nasosa v'nasota be'amuna kavati itam And this is where um, the editors of Tetsurba uh, zero in on the primacy of Derech Eretz. Because the first question is, did you indeed engage in business dealings with honesty? Or arguing. The Marsha seems to indicate that there is a question, is this referring to a sense of satisfaction at the end of historical days when the learning of Torah reaches its apex and yet we realize, like Rishwakar says, Yiras Hashem, he that learning the Torah reaches its apex, but even after everything we've learned, even going to the level of Das, none of that can really be can 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 be sustained unless you have Yiras Hashem. So I would say the subtle difference between the Rava and Rishwakish is that even when we talk about the end of days, the end of days, and again, we have this Rashi that the Tzurba editors make such a big deal about. We showed him Tzorach with Asik B'derech Eretz, Shemein Derech Eretz ain't Torah. So you have to have Derech Eretz because without Derech Eretz, Torah doesn't really, isn't able to last. Because what are you going to do? How are you going to study Torah unless you have some sort of way to make a living? So you have to realize I'm making a living, but I have to be Kovayit in the Torah because I can't just be involved in Derech Eretz. So even from the Rashi, you see that I need Derech Eretz because Derech Eretz is not Torah. Torah is primary, but Torah won't happen unless I have Derech Eretz. So it is a means to Derech. Derech Eretz is a means to Torah. I know you had Derech Eretz. Kodem Torah. you mentioned that last week. But if you read the Rashi honestly, Rashi is bothered by why is this the first question? Now, obviously, Rav, Rav is trying to make it fit into the words. Right? The words, Vahoya imunas itecha. So emuna is what? Emuna is, did you deal with emuna in business? It's not, right? And itecha is about kvias itin Torah. So again, we do the Rashi. Again, why do Derech Eretz? Because that's the humanity? No, no. Because Torah only works with Derech Eretz, supporting it. Now, so you have Derech Eretz, but remember, make sure, and this is what I said last week, that it's got to be cemented, your Torah. It's got to be kvias eaten with Torah. Rashi says, Dover Kotsuv. It's got to make sure you do it. It's got to be clearly delineated, and it's never less. Because, and it doesn't say never more. It can't be nevertheless. Because if you don't chisel out that, you're going to find yourself too much involved in Derech Eretz. 
and you're going to lose the sight that Derek Eretz is supposed to be the handmaiden of Torah. That's Rashi. Now, then Rashi fits in everything else. That Piri Verivia is Chosen, the same way it's Seder Noshin. Tzifisili Yeshua is not Seder Nazikin, but it has to do with your Emuna. But then we go back to learning. And which seems to be in learning. Right? And that is Chachma and Das. So once again, um, basically, these are two aspects of learning. Now, there's Kviyas Itin Latora, and then you have Pilpalta Bechachma Hivanta Dover Mitochtover. So Pilpul is generally connected to the vegetable Pilpil. Right, which is a pepper, a sharp pepper, a jalapeno pepper, perhaps. Now, sometimes there's a level of banter, conversation, which is very clever. There's there's tongue twisters, there's puns, there's superficial, and sometimes even not so superficial discussion, which could be called pilpul. Because basically, the way it works is ratatatat. There's, can you come back? Where's your comeback? Right? And that's, that is something that is necessary to encourage and stimulate. That's pilpul. I'm not sure why that's, if that's, again, is it kachim? Or is it just chachma? In other words, it's almost like I'm sharpening myself because I'm able to use dialectic. I'm able to use a, a, a turn of the phrase, a certain sense of language, remembering your argument. But I haven't really been maven dover mitech dover. I haven't sat back and developed something new, something that wasn't there. And that is the ultimate. It's chidush. And it comes slow. It comes from sometimes re-looking at something to that eureka moment. So you sort of need and usually that's with other people. Another, it's almost sometimes it's interchanged with the idea of of because without other people doing it, it sometimes doesn't work. But then sometimes what you need in a in a sense of solitude that you're trying to understand the idea. And it comes to you, and there's something now that no one has maybe even thought about up until now. And even if others have, but you have now followed this silent path of discovery. And that's, Rashi calls that Das. In Hasidic terms, Chabad terms and others, Das is the bridge 
between the intellectual and emotional parts of a human being. And I would therefore say that when an idea has subtly, sub subtly arisen from your concentration, it becomes, it fills you with such joy and understanding of self that it's able to infiltrate itself into your whole being and it becomes an engine of the way you feel and eventually act. And that's what the Chassidim mean when they talk about Das being so essential. Well, when Habad, you... Oh, well, the Chabad Hakravina Das is, is a process of like uh, basically what you said, but it goes from Hakma to Bina to Das. Right. Right. And, and, and unless you go through the steps and and submit to the discipline of Chachma, and I would argue here that that usually doesn't work in a vacuum. You sort of need the others people around to sort of stir you to come to in the competition to want to gain that those ideas and then you sharpen them but they're still you still haven't found your das within yourself you you're able to sort of like spew out things that you've read and heard you've organized it in your mind but it's not yet the das and that's this highest level so I am arguing here that despite the fact that it comes last, it clearly is extremely important in terms of your development as a human being. So, you know, um, so even though, as we say, um, we tell him, we tell him A, B, C, D, the last one is Das, which we know is a great level of achievement. But to say that there's an essential argument is wrong because he says the same thing as Rishwakish. So basically, both of them, whether you're talking about the end of days or you're talking about um, the end of history, where there's this great Torah learning um, mushroom cloud of, 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 of wafting of, of brilliance and learning. But ultimately, Yiras Hashem is what sustains that. Used you a cloud imagery. What? <laughs> he used a, a nuclear explosion imagery. The mushroom yeah. cloud. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah, it's sort of wafting ever. It's like the. It's like it's like you know. It's like everything is different now. In other words, the mushroom cloud meaning that it's not the old world anymore. Everybody is walking around learning more. You know, there's 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 a whole different uh, dynamic of where Jew the Jewish nation stands. Um, who knows? But still, and learning still continues. Uh, 
and learning has been elevated to this this super high level. But even so, on there, it's got to be ensconced in Yiras Hashem. And Yiras Hashem, and if we talk about the individual Yom Adin, or the communal Yom Adin, it also is built on Yiras Hashem. So really, Rava and Rishwakish are not really arguing about the primacy of Yiras Hashem. All right? Um, so this Moshal might be a Moshal that Rishwakish could use, and it might be a Moshal Rava could use. So, so therefore, I, and I will say that it, both of them could agree. Moshal Adam Sha'amra Lishlucho Heleli Chitin Halach So I ask you, please, I've got a core of Chitin. I've got bushels and bushels of wheat that I need in my barn. Amrle Eraftile Behan Kav. He says, he did it. He said, did you stick in the Kav of Chamotin? So Rashi says it's like a it's Rashi says it's a it's 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 a compound that is salty and when you sprinkle it through it prevents rotting of this wheat and it could stay even without refrigeration now for a long time. If the guy says I forgot to put it up there. Look what he says, Mutavim Lo Helesa. Then it was better. It'd been better if you hadn't even brought it up yet. Now, now, but at least it's somewhere. Is it it would have been better down below? And the answer is yes. Because here we're talking about the Aliyah is where you're finished. In other words, the Aliyah is the end of things, right? It's either the end of history. The or it's, it's when you've coming to come to God after you're after you have died, or after when the world is going to be judged, or you individually are going to be judged. So the chitin are in the aliyah. So we know that it it would have been better had you not been there yet, if you didn't have and you would have if you didn't have that aspect of of preservative. And this is true. Allah halacha. Bikor, true that a ka, it's 180 kavim are in a core. Okay. 180 kavim in a core, which means one 180th is all you need to preserve. Now, the great Rav Chaim of Elohim sent in his work, Nefesh Achayim, quotes this Gemara and says that one needs to use a certain amount of his time for Musr and Yiras Hashem. This is and it, has to, yeah. it has to be intense and it has to be real. But all you need is the ratio of a Kav to a Kor. If you do it right, then it will last. If you don't have any, if you say, I, I, I can't give up this 15 minutes because I got to learn, you are endangering your whole learning edifice. That's probably what you heard from Rabbi Winniars.
correct? So, and and that is what they extract from this Gemara. And even though it's a small amount, and halachically, you would have a right, a man wants to buy a core, 180 kavim, and he looks at it and says, hey, there's only 179 kavim of tomatoes. This other stuff, what's this other stuff? That's not tomatoes, but it allows the tomatoes to last or the wheat to last or the bad. In other words, the metaphor is everybody was familiar with grain going bad if you didn't put in the preservative. The whole calendar year was built on the fact that you've got a you've got a jar. We we didn't have the jars we had. You have to preserve. You have to put it in the sun. You have to sell. Otherwise, again, you are going to have a loss. You have to make a certain level of effort. Right. And the effort is of preserving. You have to figure out how much you can sell, how much you're going to need for the winter. Where are you going to place that? That that is really the effort of obviously the smarts of when to plant, what to do, but also how to keep what you have harvested that it doesn't rot. That is one of the main issues. The same thing is true about Torah. In order, Torah, it sounds like that what happens is, is that, as you can see from Rashi, if you don't do the Euro stuff, if you don't, if, right, what happens is, is if you don't have the Yiras Hashem, then what's going to happen is, is that your Torah somehow spoils. And therefore, it almost is a grotesque version of Torah. And therefore, we now have Rabbi Baravuna, Ravuna's son, So a person that has Torah and doesn't have Yira Shamayim. So what is he like? He's a Gizbar. He's someone who has got a role, a very important role. He, in a way, isn't just a regular plebeian. He's someone who represents the Beis Hamikdash. He is an agent of the Beis Hamikdash. But he has the inner keys, but he doesn't have the outer keys, so we can't even get to this treasure. So, hey, Ayo, how is he supposed to get there? So, if he now, this seems to indicate that Torah is the inner sanctum, right? And Yur and Yiras and Yiras Hashemayim is the outer sanctum. But then we have Rav Yanai, the very next statement, Machos Rav Yanai, Chaval Aldeles Bey, Aldeles, Aldelesle Darto. There's a person who doesn't have a home, Vitara Ladarto, but, but he creates the gate to the home. He has, so what does that mean? That means that the home is Yiras Hashem, and the Torah is only the gate. And the Mepharshim here and the and Yaakov already say, it sounds like they're arguing with each other, right? The riff, Rabbi Shaya, Rabbi Shaya Pinto says, it sounds here that the Rafuna's son, Rabbi Rafuna said that Yira is the outer key. So first of all, that goes against what we learned up until now, that the Yira keeps everything. 
the Od Kasha, that Rabbiani says the opposite. Rabbiani says, Chaval Oman the less Bebesa, the Tara of it. That the Yira is the house, and the and the Chachma is only a door or a gate. Could we really say they're arguing? Seems like they are, though. And in fact, that seems to be borne out by the next piece of Gemara. The Gemara says that Rav Simon and Rav Lozer, who came by? Rav Yaakov Bar Acha. Now, um, Rav Aaron Hyman points out in his, in his classic uh, Sefer that told us Tanoim Vamaroyim that he doesn't believe Rav Yaakov Bar Acha ever went there to Israel, but I guess it sounds like here that he, he went there once because Rabbi Lozer is from Eretz Yisrael. Omar lechad Let's stand up for him. He is someone who is, has yiras chet. No, let's stand up for him because he is full of Torah. Omar he said, I said we should stand up for him because he is he is a very he's a righteous person. He look how look how scared he is of doing Averis. That's why we're going to stand up for him. But I'm really out that you're telling me that we're going to stand up for him because he bar Uriyanu. Then the Gemara says, Oh, you know what? It's probably Belozer is the one who said was the one who said that we should stand up for him because he's a bar he's 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 Yari Chet. And because Rabbi Lozer said, and this seems to be a little bit opposite here, Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Lozer, I think it should be Rabbi Lozer used to quote Rabbi Yochanan as saying, As the Pasuk says, what does God want from you except fear of God? That's Rabbi Lozer talking. So ultimately what God wants is Yira. Torah is a way to basically hammer down Yira. Without learning, you're clearly not a Yore Hashem. You don't really know. Avos says without wisdom, there's no Yira Hashem, and without Yira Hashem, there's no wisdom. Okay, so this seems to be a question here of emphasis, isn't it? Obviously, Rabbi Yaakov Baracha wasn't just a holy Jew who didn't know anything about learning, right? He had both. And the question is, what are we going to respect him more for? And why are we, who are obviously very big Tamir HaKacham ourselves, Rabbi Loz and Rabbi Simon, what's going to be their rationale for honoring him? And Rabbi Loz said, we need to see that he was a Yorichet. Now, that seems to... Cor- corroborate the message here, which is that Yiraschet is more crucial than learning. And the reason is, is because without Yiraschet, your learning crumbles. Your learning rots. Your learning has, just like that wheat, it has a certain amount of staying power but it cannot really penetrate and last. Is, is that saying morality comes before in intellect? 
It seems to be more than just morality, isn't it? It isn't just that no. he's moral. He, he, he basically, again, he he feels that God's presence is everywhere. And, you know, when God says, what, what I want from you, right? What does I want from you? What is it that God wants? He basically wants fear. He wants you to recognize that he exists. Um, and as the Pasuk says, is actually Greek for the word one. One. Yiras Hashem is primary. It's the primary source of Chochmah. That's Rebbe Loser. But again, is this really a debate? Again, what is the debate between Rebbe Loser and and um, Reb Simon? What is the debate between Rav Yanai and Rabbi Barhuna? You're right, Richard. One can find a statement the statements are interlocking, but ultimately, is what's the hierarchy? Are the are the are the Amaroyim themselves arguing about this? Well, Abos says fear of sin. If fear of sin precedes wisdom, the wisdom endures. If your wisdom precedes your fear of sin, the wisdom does not endure. Which which one could say that means that the wisdom is what you're after, right? You want no, the wisdom to endure. It is what you're after. Hmm? That seems to say the uh, the yiras hate is what you're after. No, no, your your yiras hate is great because it it it, it, it vouchsafes your wisdom, right? If you don't have that yiras hate, then your wisdom rots. Right. But ultimately, if you you if you never get wisdom, then you you miss the boat. You need the yiras hate to be the gloves to be the refrigerator for the wisdom to to stay within you, right? I go back to the Rashi again. By Derek Heretz. I don't, again, like I said, all Torah is such a, a large subject, but you do. Uh, Pinto, the riff, Rabbi Shaya, Rabbi Yoshiai, Rabbi Shaya Pinto. So he says that he basically says that, that there's, that this difference between Chochma and Bina. Yira is what gets you to Bina. And this is the way he says it. He says, Venira de Bittorah yesh chokma she gozru al hatipa chokhmotipesh. We know there's certain base capacity of intellect of being able to absorb information. And that's the Gemara Nida. All of us are 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 armored differently and are given different brain potential to, to absorb and register information. But ultimately, you're going to get that information from others. Zui Chach Moshodam Laman Mi Rabosov. V'yesh Shemizbone Na'odam Midaito. But then there's that difference between Chachma and Das. There's the difference in Taharos and Kochim. Or Kochim and Taharos. The difference in Kochim and Taharos. Shemizbon in Odom, Midaito. Vialabina. Omar, Shenimsrul Mavtechas Pnimios. 
That's the inner keys. The Bina, he says, that's 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 the Sefer Torah itself. You become almost like your own Sefer Torah. Now, what is the the Chitzonios? The Chitzonios, it's true that Yira, but it's 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 also it's also a house where the Sefer Torah is. In other words, the Sefer Torah is the treasure in the house. Yira is called the Shar, is the is the Dira. But if you think about it, the word Darta doesn't mean a house. He says, Darta is a place. It's like a chotzer. It's still outside of the house. But what you learn with chokhma from your teachers is a door to the chotzer, and that's even outside of Yira. That's an outer door. So basically what you have is the outer door, which is Chachma. Then you have the, the yard in front of the house, which is Yira. And then you have a house, which is inside, which is you have to go through the Chotzer, which is Bina. So this is the way he explains things. Now, if you if your Rishayu Pinto is a great Makubal, if he's correct, then it isn't just going out and thinking and having calm that you have the jump from Chochman Bina. It's the fact that you are inundated with Yiras Hashem. And if you're inundated with Yiras Hashem, then you are able to amazingly concentrate to a point that you reach a level of learning and understanding that is transcend better within yourself to find a sustainable intelligent original novel approach to the ideas and information that is tied to the deepest aspect of your creative soul and that is das. That is melding with God. That is discovering your basic soul power, not just a gift like height and mental energy. And the way you discover that gift is by having Yiras Hashem as this this thorough this 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 thoroughfare to wisdom through it's not the wisdom but through Bina and Das. If you don't have that, then the Chachma that you've gathered rots, and you never achieve it. This is this is his approach, Rabbi Shai Pinta's approach. Now, um. Was there a debate? According to him, they were just talking from different perspectives. But there was no essential debate. Now, Richard, the Mishnah you quote in Ovos, I think, works with this. Right? Emein yira ein chokma. But emein chokma, right, ein yira. Um, 
the 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 in between stage. Now that's one well, that's one way to look at it. The other way to look at it is to say that year itself has different levels, right? The other way to look at it is to say that Yira, right? In other words, we're talking about Chachma being different, but we could easily we could easily say that Yira is different, and I think we can. It says, and this is based on the Shlo. There's four types of Yira. There's Yira, the, the most outer Yira, which is the Yira Saone Shaolamazeh, the Olamaba. Okay. Then there's a Yira, which is a little deeper. There's one thing is, I am going to be punished in this world. I'm going to have problems. I'm going to have, who knows, some illnesses, various issues. After I die, I'm going to burn in hell. That's that's the outer, most outer type of Yira. Because I believe in this higher being. There's another one, which is, I'm so scared I'm not going to get my Olam Haba. I'm scared that I'm not going to get close to God. That's what I'm scared about. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm imagining how my body's going to have pitchforks in it, and that, or I'm going to have something happen to me now. I I can't believe that I won't get this ultimate good. Okay. Then the third era is even more. That's I am God. There is a Creator. There's a Creator that is magnificent and powerful. How 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 can I not forget about whatever his plans are for me in this body and this soul? There is this omniscient, incredible being. That's Eurus, what you called Eurus Aromimus, right? And then there's the fourth level of Europe, which is God has a plan. And the plan is for your actions are creating a chain reaction. And whatever you do, whatever you do and see and look at, and wherever you're holding, and even the way you speak to your friends and neighbors, and the way you make brachos, and the what you do on Shabbos, do you realize what that does? What that does is changes the whole cosmic universe of all the worlds and all time don't you realize this is your part of this cog and this incredible, incredible wheel? And what you did just altered things from God's super holiness permeating more the way it should. And that person is going to really have a it's going to be so careful because he understands Alpi Kabbalah, what each mitzvah is meant to do. And he says that these are all levels of growth. These are all levels of growth. Um, so it, it, when we talk about is Yira better or is learning better, can anyone deny that this last level is the level of a great, great tzaddik? Of course. But the first level, you might have to use it, but it's very temporal and it's very childlike, even though it implies a higher being who's going to punish you. So, Richard, this is sort of aligns with what you looked up, right? Yes. Richard? 
Yes. Right. But but again, this is a sort of a way to now, what is it? Right. So can you use Euro level one? I assume that each one of these are are good at a certain time. I would assume that when we talk about a a, a young person, that level one makes a lot of sense. And but level as you get older and you start sensing your own mortality, then level two is I think something that 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 needs to be promoted. I, I want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. I want to be, I want to get that scar of Omaba. That that's level two. Now level three is I'm not even thinking about Omaba. That's that's what the Balshemtiv said, you know, I, I want to serve God without even thinking about, you know, Schar and this. There's just this cre- cre- creator here. I could, and I know he has a will, and I know he's said I should do this. And the fourth one is really someone who has been able to study the whole extremely complicated system of all the different worlds, how they're interconnected with each other. And could realize, like, you know, like as Racham Stricker Rebbe taught us that, you know, he said that that the effect that we have with even out without speaking to someone, the Torah wrote in, in last in in, in the in, in the parsha two weeks ago that a person who's Yore Varacha Levov should run back, should go back from the from the front. The Racham Stricker Rebbe said that. He's not in the barracks saying, I'm scared, I'm scared. In his heart, he's scared. Outwardly, he's acting the part like everybody else. Up, two, three, four, right? He's He feels like, yes, we're going to kill him, we're going to kill him. But in his heart, he knows that he's scared. What does the Pasuk say? That everybody's heart is going to melt because you affect others. You affect others even though you say nothing to them, even though you're trying your hardest to be a courageous person. So Rebbe said that it works the opposite. It works for good even stronger. Human beings affect others. We are all interconnected. Derech yes. But even when we don't speak to each other, we have to realize the effect that we have. If we if we can be if we could destroy this ra that's within us, then on one level, we need the show. We need the sociability. We need the interaction. But when we reach this highest level of Yira, you sort of realize that even if you never speak to that person, like Mishra Salanter said, that you know, if a uh, if you speak Russian horror in Vilna, a Jew in Paris lights up a cigarette. And this is that's what this is about, that type of belief. That you know the centrality of who we are, and that's how we learn. And that's, in a way, if again, that's the. That's that, that's really this 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 highest level. We should all be zochet to. Okay, take care, everybody. 
Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.